Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Bourbon and Blood. I know it's been a long hiatus, but Hot we're minute. back. Hot minute. Hot minutes. <laughs> uh, just been a rough month, but we are back, and we are ready to do some awesome movies like this week's Candyman Farewell to Flesh. <laughs> and cue the music. Hi, I'm Danny. Hi, I'm Ann. And we're here to talk about Candyman, Farewell to Flesh, the sequel to Candyman. Neither of us have ever seen this, and I love the original Candyman, so, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was, it was really good. good. For a 1995 sequel, like, it was very good. Can I just, like, first off, read off some of 1995 movies? Yes. Okay, Toy Story. The nice. OG. Original. Apollo 13. Big year for Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks was all over. He should have been Se- a Candyman Farewell to f- Oh, <laughs> what, if, what if Tom Hanks was oh. Candyman? He'd like pop up and be no, like... No, we can do it, but Tony Todd. Hey guys, I'm Precious. I'm <laughs> Precious. Seven, Leaving Las Vegas, which I've never seen, but can I tell you, that fucking song has been on the radio in the car the past few days. That Cher- the Cheryl Crow leaving Las Vegas. I don't even know that it's song. It's so bad. Oh <laughs> my god, it's so bad. It was, it was from this time. Like that, mo- it was so bad. Oh my god, I cringe every time it's on, and then I immediately flip. Uh, babe. Oh, babe. Batman Forever. Judge Dread. Judge Dread. Dead Man Walking. So. It was a good yeah, year. Good year. Good Except year for, for for this movie, it was not a good year. You want to know why, Anne? Why? You didn't look up the trivia. Oh, did I did. Yes. Is this about the poster? Yeah, so yes. So the poster they had to change because uh, the O.J. Simpson trial was going on at this time. Yeah. And they didn't want a black man chasing a white woman. Yeah. On, a poster. on the poster, they, it was too controversial at the time. So I'm surprised the movie even got to come they out. They changed but. it. Yeah, they switched it around. So yeah, Farewell to Flesh, a sequel to the original Candyman, and I wanted to know at first why it's taking place in New Orleans, because the other was originally in Chicago. It just seemed like a pretty far off distance. But this one made way more sense than the one in Chicago. Yeah, I know. It does. It does. I don't even remember why Candyman was in Chicago in the first Because movie. I think she was like, uh, I don't know, like an art student or something and she was studying yeah but he was already an it no she she was like studying something about it but it was already an issue like in the suburbs people were like oh don't say candy man oh, yeah. is it like everywhere then i mean it's gotta be oh. everywhere yeah maybe because didn't the lecture so it opens up with the lecture in this movie yeah and doesn't he say it like it's just the myth is just kind of like everywhere it's kind of like the bloody mary thing yeah. it doesn't matter where you yeah, are yeah yeah Let's talk about the lecture. We have our ponytail tweed jacket, Dr. Purcell. Oh my god, in this glorious house in New Orleans, just like beautiful. Was it a house library. or like a bookstore? I thought it was just like one of those glorious old homes. I thought it was a bookstore, because where else do you have like a book like 
signing because that's what he was doing there. Like, this is my book about candy. Yeah, but it could have been like, I mean, if I was some crazy person in New Orleans with a giant house, hell yeah, I would be hosting crazy lecturers to come to my house and give weird book readings about like spooky things. Like, right in the corner? Are you joking? I would have that big, giant living room filled with <laughs> books and, like, Everyone candles comes. burning, and there was, like, a skull and, like, a hookah laying around. I'm in. I would go. It, w- it probably was a bookstore, but I'm going to pretend it was. <laughs> it was somebody's glorious house. I just... His ponytail and his tweed jacket mm-hmm. and just his mm-hmm. accent and his voice, or his... Just everything about him was... I hated him, but loved him. Yeah, kind of a smug motherfucker. Oh, that yeah. Guy. Like, I wanted him as a teacher, but I would hate yeah. him at the same time. I should have looked up. So the guy who plays Ethan, uh, I think he I think he was uh, Tim Allen's brother on Home Improvement. Oh, my gosh. Tim Allen. Oh, wait. That was Tom, not Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think yes. was, I think he and uh, Home Improvement, he played Tim Allen's brother, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't know that much about Home Improvement. I could be thinking of that other actor, though, that reminds me of this guy, but I don't know. <laughs> so would, would a reflective yeah. book still work when it comes to after talking into a mirror? Apparently it does. I mean, but... I guess it's just as long as you can see a reflection in it, right? So anytime you can so, see a reflection. Like, would a selfie be considered... Could you do Candyman with a selfie? Because it's not a mirror, but you're like... I wonder if that'll be in the 2020 Jordan Peele remake. Oh my god. Or I hope it's not a remake. I don't <gasps> know. What if it's like a viral challenge in the remake? It's like a viral... Oh! <gasps> there we go, because we just figured out how to incorporate... Oh, yes. We are also very we excited about it. the remake. Jordan Peele, we are available <laughs> for screenwriting. <laughs> we got you, baby. Do you know any, because this had me thinking about, like, urban legends, because this is based off, you know, the, mm-hmm. what's the one? the Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary, but also the hook hand. Like, the oh, hook yeah. hand on the door when Yeah, when the they're out on the date. There's an escape patient from the mental hospital. Be aware, folks. Don't go driving and park in your car at night. I think I'm scared. We should go home. <laughs> oh, let me go outside and check what's going on, Mary Sue. Don't you worry. You just no, stay he, here in the car. In that, in that legend, you're just like, oh, it'll take you home. But then when they got home, there was a hook on the no, door. No, he like goes and checks, and he's like, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then they hear it again, and then she's like, I'm scared. I want to go home. And then he drives her home, and then they're like, oh, no. <laughs> he's like, who could the do? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But... What urban legends are your favorites? Okay, I love, like, when a stranger calls, the babysitter, like, the call from inside the house. Have you ever seen that movie? Hell yeah, my dad, like, wouldn't let me watch that movie for years. Really? Because, that movie? Well, I started babysitting at, like, oh, 11, sense. and he was, and I, like, I've always loved scary movies, and I was always like, what's, when a stranger calls? And he's like, I don't want you watching that. But then I watched it, and I was like, that's not terrifying no, at all. <laughs> um... Uh, what other ones? There was, like, it's not so much, like, uh, urban legend, but, like, around my house, there was, like, a 
rumored like devil worshipping spot. Ooh. Like where there was like witchcraft and bad spooky like sacrifices and stuff. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but at the lake I grew up there's one called Seaweed Sally. Mm-hmm. About I... a girl that drowned in the mm-hmm. there's a campground across the lake and she would haunt the lake, Seaweed Sally. Seaweed Sally. Uh. What other ones do I like? I mean, I like anything about like Oh, the one about the girl who, like, asks for a ride. What is it? You know, it's like, there's a girl on the side of the road, and she's, like, in a white dress. She asks for a ride, and you pick her up, and then you're driving, and then you turn, and she's just gone. Did you ever see that Urban Legend movie? Probably. Maybe not. The cheesy 90s movie with, like, everybody in it. I don't remember. Was it a joke movie? No, it was, like, it was riding on the the coattails of, like, Scream and I know she did last summer. Like, it sounds familiar. I'm sure I did see it because I saw most of those, but who knows. It's just, like, another, like, teenager copying urban legends to kill people. Yeah. Oh, it's, I don't know. I like, I like urban legends. I, I mean, Bigfoot. We were just talking about Bigfoot today. Yeah, let's talk about that. I love Bigfoot. She asked me if I believe in Bigfoot, and I don't. I believe in aliens, and it's funny because I believe in the Loch Ness Monster, even though that's a pretty big hoax. The Loch Ness Monster is I just believe in big monsters. Like, remember in, not Dante's Peak, what's the alligator? Lake Placid? Like, it could be just a big monster got in from the ocean. Sure, sure, but like, Loch Ness is just like a lake. But, yes, I believe, I mean, I think there could be, uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to rule out that there's not a megalodon under the ocean. Oh, like, definitely. Uh, there, you don't know. There's terrifying stuff down there. Terrifyingly huge. Like, there was just that picture this week, the, the past few days of that giant man-sized jellyfish just floating around next to the scuba diver, and it's huge. There was a video that these guys were filming underwater, and there was a group of sharks attacking something, and, like, a oh normal God. big fish. The giant grouper or yeah, whatever. Yeah, giant grouper just, like, comes up and eats a shark. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I was looking up today on my phone? <laughs> what? I was waiting for you to text me and be like, what are you doing? So I could be, like, looking up giant catfish pictures, <laughs> because... For some reason, the thought of a giant catfish, like, got in my head, so I started needing to look at, like, how big giant catfish can get in the U.S. Quite large. It's funny that, so I grew up on a lake and we would fish, and I've caught a lot of fish, but I'm creeped out by catfish. I think it's just because they look like they have a mustache. They're giant, and also, I mean, like... (laughs) I don't like a they, fish with a mustache. They honestly can be huge. I was reading the story today of, um, like, creepy things people saw underwater. That's what started it. <laughs> this, is, this is the story that started it. This diver was working on something for, like, whatever, water lines and shit. And he had to go, like, clear a drain at the bottom of this lake. And so he swam down there and came up. And said, I saw a catfish down there that was the size of a van. And Holy he shit. never, he quit his job and was like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, thank you. So back to a little bit. I don't believe in Bigfoot because I feel like there's so many people that have explored so much of the forest that we'd have to have something concrete at this point. Bigfoots aren't smart. They're not like. How do you know? Well, I just, 
I don't believe it. Chimps are smart. I just think there's so much, even in America, there's so much uncharted territory in the forests and stuff. You don't fucking know. You right, don't know. That's true. And and animals like their camouflage can be crazy. You've seen you looked in zoo books before, I assume. <laughs> Have you seen these you, articles in uh, zoo books? May I reference these scientific <laughs> journal zoo books? <laughs> but like camouflage is crazy. You don't fucking know. You don't know. I I will never say there is not a Bigfoot because I don't All know right. if there is. I will just say I have less interest, or not interest, I, I don't believe as much that there's Bigfoots compared to other mm-hmm. situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are aliens, definitely. Oh, definitely aliens. Do you believe, I mean, what, do you believe in, have, did you ever do a Bloody Mary? Yes, I have. I never did, because I was too spooked out. Too spooked <laughs> I did it with, like, a group of, like, a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But now, I, I mean. I don't like It's funny, because I believe in ghosts. I just don't think Bloody Mary's real, necessarily. It's, Maybe it's real to, like, one area. It's so Because f- think about it. If ghosts exist, let's say this house is haunted, and this house was haunted by that ghost that would affect the Bloody Mary thing. Yeah, I believe that could happen then. Mm-hmm. If you were in that scenario that... Like, the same with this movie. So, not Tony Todd. When Candyman... <laughs> Tony Todd came up. Candyman makes sense Tony in New Todd. Orleans after watching Tony this Todd. movie. Tony Todd makes sense. I'm gonna sense. go say Tony Todd five times Tony in the Todd. mirror Tony. in the bathroom. I would be pumped. Actually, yeah, that'd be awesome if you just showed up. I don't actually, want anybody showing yeah. up in my bathroom <laughs> when I'm in there. But... In Chicago, it doesn't make sense, because why would he be there? So that's my issue with it now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I actually like the second movie more than the first one. Yeah, you know what? I do, too. I that's do crazy, because I love the first one where I did. been a little bit more music. We have been talking for, like, 20 minutes and have about not fish, even mostly. talked about the movie at all. So we have the lecturer guy giving a spiel. We have Ethan, and he kind of confronts the professor after the lecture, and he's like, sign my book. I'm Ethan whatever my fucking last name is. (laughs) You're the reason my dad's dead, because you told him to summon Candyman. And then... Yeah. uh, They get into a little scuffle. The professor goes... To a bar. Yeah, and then dies. From Candyman. Well, Ethan also shows up at the bar and gets his ass kicked. Oh, after, yeah. Maybe like, yeah. this is why I should take notes. <laughs> <laughs> I took notes. We're yeah, funny. so then Ethan, Ethan, like, for some reason confessed to his murder. Ethan, Ethan confessed to his father's murder, too, which was weird. I don't understand his logic behind just confessing to these murders, but we'll get to that. Maybe so his sister doesn't look in... That's why he was protecting his sister. Yeah. He didn't want her looking into it. So our ponytail professor, book writer guy dies. Mm. I don't understand the hook. I love the hook. I love all, everything There's about Candyman. There's nothing like... How does the hook go through people's stomachs? Oh, I was going to say... Because th- it's not a knife, it's a hook. Like, it's one thing if he, like, hooks them, or... Right. Like, it's a cool, effective weapon... But every death in this movie, he shoves the hook through people yeah, mm-hmm. and then, like, saws them up. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. But I still love Candyman. I love the bees. I love the concept and the hook. But 
I don't love the name. I'm not. I'm not married to it. We could talk to something. We could talk about something else here. Like, let's name him something else. <laughs> well, we just I name mean, him Tony Todd. Can't. I mean, it should be like Honey Bear or something honey like bear. that. Like, there's no candy involved. I know. I know Honey is sweet, but like, do they even have candy back in like the fucking Who 1860s? Knows? I mean, yeah, they had candy. <laughs> There's always been candy, goddammit. Candy's damn it. been around forever. There's been candy forever. So the next morning we wake up and it is Mardi Gras, or start of Mardi Gras. The one I, time I will never go to New Orleans. I would love to go to original Mardi Gras, or older, any time before it became, like, bro central. Yeah. I, w- I wish I could see it before I die, but I just hate the way I it's wish become. I could go before. back to, like, 19... 19- 63 Mardi Gras. That was a specific date. Well, I mean, just back, way back in the day. Yeah. Way back. I think that would probably have been so amazing. Like, the art and the concept around it sounds awesome, but right now it just feels like... A bunch of Quicken dudes going down there. And Did you do that because of Quicken loans? Quicken dudes. Is that what they're called now instead of bros? Whatever. The Quicken guys who dudes. work at Quicken. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dudes who work at Quicken. <laughs> I didn't know that became like a term. It's not a term. I'm just saying dudes who work at Quicken. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a term. All over the street there is these Ghostbuster no symbols with the hook. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would love that as a button. Or... And do not kill also. Yeah, do not kill all over them. Do not kill. All right, so we get introduced to Annie finally. Our main character. Mm-hmm. Annie is a mix of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Kelly Preston. Yeah, I could see that. I think her name is Kelly Rowan or Roland or something like that. No, I wrote Kelly a, Rowland. Oh, no, Annie's pony, or Ponytail's sister because she got the call and like left the school real quick because someone was in trouble. I was like, oh, my God, she's really into that, dude. But then I wrote, never mind. Because we found out that's Ethan's sister. Big family situation in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know who would play Ma Annie's mom better? Who? <laughs> Moira Rose. Oh, Moira. <laughs> yes, she would. We've been watching a lot of shit. Candyman! <laughs> <laughs> Darling! Oh, my God. <laughs> David, get me my mirror so I may shout Candyman at it loudly. <laughs> David, this is just ridiculous. Her name is Octavia. That's already like a Moira Rose name. Octavia. I'm Octavia. She's the mom from. Um, I knew she looked familiar. Flight of the Navigator, and she's an alien. Yes. As well. Okay. But I know her from Flight of the Navigator. I felt like everyone had a really bad New Orleans accent that was trying to have a New Orleans accent. The only one that I thought was. Decent was um, her husband. Really? I hated it. Oh, no. I thought he had, like, the most kind of authentic one. Interesting. Yeah. We get to introduce to the husband. What's his name? Paul. Yeah, Paul. He's a precious chef in New Orleans. They have a restaurant. He's such a good husband. So sweet. How does a chef and a teacher afford... I guess this is the 90s. Because he has a restaurant. that apartment is dope. He has a restaurant, though. That's why. He's a chef in New Orleans. That's... You have your own restaurant. I didn't like... Her brother just confessed to murder. He's going away for life. Like, he's fucked. And Paul's like, well, we gotta look at the good things in life. You have a great husband. (laughs) Like... 
the day of. I feel like that is what you would be like, though. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Well, you got a great husband. You would. You would literally say that. <laughs> you gotta look at the good stuff. I'm not joking. <laughs> you would. <laughs> oh, so we're drinking whiskey. I wanted to surprise you because I was gonna buy. I keep seeing things online for Claw, the drink. Uh huh. Like it's the new Smirnoff or whatever. Like just very popular no. summer drink. I was gonna buy it. Just to have, like, one can of it with you. Mm-hmm. And then I read, it's a flavored water alcohol drink. It is the crap we hate alcoholic. It's LaCroix? Yeah, with basically. Booze? Yeah. Oh, God. The spritzed water alcohol. I mean, I know a lot of people like that, but I... Just, we are not fans of I LaCroix. La Crux. You know what? Shannon made me a delicious cocktail yesterday. She bought these like fancy jams somewhere and we were using the jam in, the in our cocktails it was so good like what i made one and it tasted like fucking fago rock and rye it was so good it was like this strawberry jam with some gin and some i think strawberry pop or rock and what no it was was it Sprite. It was just Sprite. Fago. I, like, Fago Sprite. So fucking good. And then I made, we made another one with, like, this orange jelly she got. Oh, my God. So delicious. I don't understand how jelly Yeah, it works We, out. like, we whisked it, like, with our little whisk. We, like, kind of, like, you know, whisked it in the drink. What but the hell? The lady selling them was, like, I just, like, have been messing around and using these in drinks. And... It's so good, and so we Can we try it. that on the next so episode? Good. Yeah, but we should get like good jelly, a, a jelly. Je- good jelly jam, like not <laughs> good jelly jam smuckers. Hey, don't knock smuckers. Mm-hmm. I grew up on smuckers. Yeah, I. Did. I mean, we have it in our fucking fridge right now. God, sorry, I feel like I'm real, real testy tonight. Sorry, <laughs> Annie and Paul. After a bunch of trial, go to investigate the house. That she grew up in? Mm-hmm, because that's where her dad died, and her brother was there when it happened, and she doesn't know what happened. Nobody knows what happened. She doesn't know what happened until the last, like, five minutes of the movie. So they bust into this gorgeous, like, uh, New Orleans, basically, like, plantation house. I mean, it is a plantation yeah. house. There's literally slave quarters where a good chunk of this movie takes place later on. But, like... This cool old house, but it's just beat to fuck and run down. It reminded me of the cheap old houses at our Instagram we follow. Mm, because yeah. as they were going through the houses, like, oh, that's such a nice stairwell. Like the banister or... had like ivy all around yeah. it. It was gorgeous. But, <laughs> it was gorgeous. So they're snooping around. There's like a bunch of these homeless squatters fucking chilling and doing whatever. There's a crow there. Yeah. The crows have eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> the squatters really don't seem to care that they're there, which is nice. No, it's good time. Uh, yeah, it's nice. I mean, they realize they probably shouldn't be there either. So. I know it's the 90s, but I hated her leather vest over her blouse. Like, the black leather yeah, biker I know, vest. I know, I know. It was a tough time. It was a tough <laughs> time for women. It's very blossom-looking. Yeah, it was, but it was, like, professional Blossom looking. Like, I'm a teacher. I thought Blossom was very professional. Oh, I had that. Hats. You know... What one? Because you had a million hats, I feel like. Me? No, Blossom. Oh, yeah, I had... I I did not have a million hats, but I fucking had a Blossom hat. I bought myself a denim... A <laughs> denim hat that flipped up, 
and I bought a big sunflower, a fake sunflower, and I glued it. You were that big of a fan of Blossom? I or you glued just... it. I just love that. I thought that style hat was so so cute. It was cute for the 90s. What was her friend? Do you remember? Six. Yeah. Six was crazy. And the brother. Mm. <laughs> we got out a Blossom kick there. I right, want to go on a Blossom kick. I wrote, I can't tell if the husband is bad comic relief or just kind of boring. I know you had a different opinion, but I thought he was kind of boring. I loved Paul. I thought he was great. I thought he was cute and funny and a supportive husband. He, like, he he cooks all day at his restaurant, but he, like, still makes dinner at home and all right, he's dessert a for them after they have sex. That's cute. When the homeless people were trying to break into his car, he was pretty chill about yeah, it. Yeah, he was just, like... He's like, come on, guys. guys. <laughs> uh-uh. Don't fuck with my stupid Range Rover. Annie screws everything up when going back to school. And all the kids are like, oh my god, let's fight over Candyman pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, they're fighting. She's like, I'll prove it to you. I'm going to say Candyman five times in this mirror, even though there's a classroom full of kids with I kind of fuck them over, too. And, like, there's clearly a specific child in my class who is being very affected by... Candyman yeah. shit, because he keeps drawing all these dark pictures, and, yeah. Terrible, irresponsible teacher. Uh, her porch had decorations of <laughs> Christmas sorry, lights yeah. and barbed wires. Did you see that? When she went out on her porch that night while he was cooking dinner or whatever, yeah. there was, like, barbed wire and Christmas lights. I was like, that is a, a weird choice in decor. Well, it's New Orleans, baby. Got to... New Orleans is an amazing... I've never been there, but I've never I feel been like... I think I lived there in a previous life. <laughs> like, it's a magical place, but it's kind of scary. You gotta be careful. But it's like, it's amazing. I can't wait to go. I can't wait to go. I know I I'm not either. gonna want to leave. Like, I want to go on ghost tour so bad. You know what? I will want to leave because only, only because it's gonna be like hot as fuck. It's like just. It's hot as fuck here this week. I know, but that's like. Constant hot as fuck. And they're flooding right now, aren't they? Is that over? Are they okay? I I haven't heard anything since I heard. I don't know. I'm just constantly under attack from news headlines. I don't know what's going on anymore other than I'm going crazy along with the rest of this fucking country. Ah. I don't know what's happening. Candyman, Candyman, please just come and take me away. (laughs) Candyman, 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 Candyman. Can that be a new, like, you know, the cow guy, take take me me away? away. (laughs) Candyman, take me away. So Paul makes them dinner or breakfast at... Dessert after they've had sex twice or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I like the scene where he's, like, carrying all the food. He's like, those trips didn't get me. I still got all the breakfast. And then the next scene, he's, like, being hooked by Candyman. In my mind, I was like, should have had that breakfast still, buddy. Still should have been holding on. That's rude. I like Paul. (laughs) Too soon. Too soon. You you think that's a big hang-up in their relationship? He's hooked on a feeling. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Sorry too much. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's like it's like once you do one, you I you keep do going like twenty. I'm not doing any more. Thank you. Sorry, I'm just so I'm so, like I said, I'm just feeling feeling on edge right now and I don't I'll react to 20, 20 hook puns right now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
probably not well. <laughs> Listeners, she's not hooked on the idea. So. <laughs> the last thing they hear is, like, the microphone just, like, just... crashing into the wall because I've thrown it. <laughs> After Paul dies, Candyman approaches our lady. But he says something that I almost want to make, like, our slogan. He says, swallow your whore and let it nourish you. And I'm like, it's basically our name of our podcast, Bourbon and Blood. Swallow your horror and let you... Let, let it nourish, it nourish you. you. Swallow your horror and booze and let it nourish you. Mm. I, I like that quote a lot. It is good. Yeah, it's good. Matthew's missing. Her one of her students. The he student goes to meet the priest. Haunted by oh, Candyman yeah. and all his dark drawings. So she goes to find Matthew and meets his dad, which he's a priest, of course. Why wouldn't he be? Mm-hmm. And I just want to say this guy had so many similarity similarities to Jordan Peele. His voice, he, his look. I mean, he looked like an older version of Jordan Peele, but mm-hmm. just very Jordan Peele-y. Uh, we have a snow cone black market shop, and I think that's genius. It's pretty good. I would start. I would start a black market ice cream shop, like with my little hidden room in the back. So we have the guy in the black market. I didn't get his name, but it doesn't matter. I think it's like Henry, but it's like French. So Henri. Henri. She goes in there. They're talking about why her dad died and what he's looking for. It was the mirror. That's what we get to. Candyman comes in and murders Henri. Mm-hmm. I loved this death because it was cheesy and comedic, but also good. He's covered in bees, and then he gets thrown through a metal window and is like, yeah, but then bad. all the bees instantly are gone. Like, there would still be some on his fucking face. You would think so. They wouldn't just instantly disappear. And then they try and, like, pin his death on her later on in the movie, which is so ridiculous because he's covered in bee stings. Like, how do you, how do you blame someone for someone's death when they've clearly <clears throat> been mauled by bees? Do you not remember Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage where they put the... The thing over his head and it's her piece. I would, you know, I've, I'd like to I've, forget that Wicker I've Man. I blocked Wicker that Wicker Man out of my head. I don't remember anything about it, and I don't want to. There's a, a lot of chase and go going on for the rest of this movie. I did like the origin story we get. Yeah. So she finally gets to the slave quarters. I'm assuming you've seen this, so we're not going to go through everything. But we get this awesome origin story, except for, like, the CGI horde of bees. That annoyed me. That and, like, him dying annoyed me. Like, his, like, weird, like, cheap tin breaking apart or something. Oh, the very end. Yeah. That CGI was really bad. She shatters the mirror, and then he shatters like glass. But remember, this was mid-90s, right? Or early 90s. But the backstory is that she, her, her grandmother was the child born of, uh... Him and Caroline. Yeah. Who was, like, the plantation owner's daughter, and the whole reason Candyman, like, is a thing. And Annie is, like, the great-great-great-granddaughter. This is a whole bloodline. And she's pregnant, too. Candyman told her she was pregnant after he killed Paul. Thanks, Dick. Like, (laughs) what the fuck, man? Thanks for killing the father of my child. God damn it. I think the real star of this movie was 96.2 The Kingfish. 
Ooh, I hated him. What? The guy that, like, narrated every yeah, other scene? Yeah, like his voice at all. <laughs> Trying to be a little bit Dr. John, but not Dr. John. R.I.P. Living legend. Well, not living anymore. <laughs> legend. Legend. Hmm, legend. <laughs> Son, it was so great. So that was Candyman. Well, we didn't talk about, like, the fact that Candyman killed her mom, her husband... Her brother was killed by a police officer after, like, busting out of a room after Candyman killed another police officer, and he was, like, yeah. gonna get blamed for it. He got shot. Like, this poor girl, she has nobody now. Nobody. And we didn't talk about the very end. Well, except her daughter. Her I daughter. She, I feel like, I feel like more. I have nothing! Nothing! <laughs> <laughs> At the very end, her daughter, like, looks in the mirror and says Candyman four times. But how, like you said... Yeah, how would she know? It's not like... It's just in her blood. I mean, unless because her mom... Although she said, I'll tell you a story about him when you're older. Because yeah. she said, I'll never lie to my kids. So, but she said, I'll tell you when you're older. So maybe she's in her blood, like, I gotta say this. They've all got hive minds. It's all oh connected. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, oh, I'll stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I'm getting an eye twitch. <laughs> no, this was this was a pretty good movie. I honestly, I was worried going into because I didn't yeah. look up anything about it. I, was I like, liked it. Came I liked into? it. Sure. I didn't even take any notes because I was just watching it and not even like laughing. <laughs> I was like into it. I thought it was a good movie. Right. Wow, good so stuff. that's Candyman Farewell to Flesh. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. Yep, bye. We'll be back soon. See you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>